This call is being recorded. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB. Lockdown Browns brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for making us your first listen every day on whatever podcast listening app that it is and making sure and understanding that Lockdown Browns is and always will be free on all your platforms. You guys know the drill. It is pregame time. Pete Smith from Sports Illustrated along for the ride. I don't think this game personally is getting as much talk as it should. Um, You have Kevin Stefanski. And, of course, you know they're not from the same side of the ball, which probably makes this even a little bit more of an intriguing matchup. Um, Kevin Stefanski knows Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer knows Kevin Stefanski. Uh, You know, you go against each other a ton in practice. Kevin Stefanski with his lengthy tenure as a member, uh, you know, of the staff with the Minnesota Vikings. So, Pete, I mean, you don't say this essentially as a student versus teacher type of matchup, but they certainly have had their battles, um, <clears throat> you know, plenty of camps, plenty of training camps, OTAs, things of that nature. Um, so here it is, you know, Kevin Stefanski going back home to Minnesota and saying all the correct things. It's a business trip, not talking about his time there. Uh, not going back to say hello to some friends. And of course that type of stuff will happen, but this is a matchup here, Pete, where, you know, obviously coach Stefanski knows this defense, knows it well, knows this system, knows it well. Um, coach Zimmer knows coach Stefanski's offensive premise very well. Maybe not the talent so much. Well, I mean, look, the Browns run the type of offense that the Shanahan's run, it's a Mike Shanahan based, you know, offense. Kyle Shanahan runs it. Uh, Kevin Stefanski runs it. So it's something that Mike Zimmer has certainly run into uh, in his time in the NFL. So that's not, you know, there's no super great insight he's going to have um, other than he knows how the offense works and he's going to be able to defend it just as he would most any other offense. But it comes down to, uh, personnel and how you're going to adjust to certain things and how you're going to, you know, if the Browns, you know, roll out where they're, you know, in empty or something and put Kareem Hunt out wide or put Demetric Felton on the field somewhere weird, they have to find ways to deal with it. And there's no magic wand to be able to do that. Maybe there's a, a defensive scheme that uh, Zimmer has in mind, but based on what the Vikings have done to this point, it doesn't sound like they have that. So, um, I guess there's some element of that in the same way that uh, Stefanski would be aware of Zimmer, you know, defensively given his time there. Do I think it matters all that much? Not really. Um, you know, they, they are a couple of years separated and I think Kevin Stefanski studied any number of defenses that he would know just as well um, as what Mike Zimmer might've been doing. Uh, they're not wrong in the sense that the personnel has changed quite a bit since he's been there. It's, you know, Kirk Cousins uh, on offense and some of the defensive guys like Daniil Hunter are the same, but overall, I don't think there's that much there to sort of um, be all that concerned with. It might've been different had they played each other last year and the rosters were the, the Vikings roster was more, intact than it is but this year there's so much turnover 
uh, on the defensive line. Um, their linebackers are, are, are a little bit different. Their defensive backs, they cleaned house at corner. Um, so, you know, I don't think it makes a ton of difference. And, you know, you're getting this through a little bit more, you know, uh, you know, <clears throat> as far as the Browns offense, um, you're going to a place and it'll be loud there. Um, you know, Browns do not play a lot of games um, in an indoor facility. Um, they're going to do so this Sunday, which is kind of interesting. Um, you know, if you're going to make a trip to Minnesota, maybe you'd like a little later in the year where you're getting, you know, don't have to worry, you know, getting out of the elements, so to speak, but certainly not, a, you know, an issue here, you know, on the first uh, October weekend of the NFL. But whether it's the run game, it's the pass game. Um, I think for the Browns and the overall success, I think they would like to hopefully, you know, see the run game get started a little bit earlier this week. Um, so they can, you know, get to the play action, all the things they're able to do with that. Um, take a few shot plays. Um, and, you know, seeing, you know, where Odell is, you know, one week in, you know, is this something that can pick up a little bit? Obviously five for 77, uh, almost 90 total yards in his first game back. Certainly promising, uh, but for the Browns, you know, we know the, you know, the be all and all the, you know, the key, you know, the engine to this offense is, you know, the running game. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not a knock on Baker Mayfield. It's not a knock on any of the, uh, you know, the pass catchers, tight ends, wide receivers, be that who is it may, but it does come down. I mean, a lot of it comes down to this running game, just making, you know, lives easier for the offense and just kind of imposing their will at times on defensive players. Yeah, look, I mean, the, the, the Browns are – they have what they have, and they have a lot of talent. They they have the ability to sort of uh, dictate to opponents what they can and can't do uh, if they play well. If the offensive line comes out and plays better than it did last week, then they will basically be able to do whatever they want. Uh, the Vikings are very personnel-based. Um, they've got a front seven – that seems to be what, what, what they're the most comfortable in. Their, their linebackers are way better than their corners. They have two nose tackles effectively that they'd like to be able to play uh, in uh, Dav- Dalvin Tomlinson and uh, Michael Pierce, the former Raven who opted out last year. Um, so mm-hmm. they've got some big hulking guys. And frankly, their their sort of nose tackles are rushing the passer better than their pass rushers are. Uh, from the interior. So, I mean, that seems to be where they're most comfortable. Are the Vikings going to be comfortable if the Browns spread them off, keeping Dalvin Tomlinson and uh, Michael Pierce in the game? Or are they going to now have to go to, obviously, former Brown, Sheldon Richardson, and then Everson mm-hmm. Griffin, who's sort of that next guy? And if they do, you can spread them out and then run the ball, uh, which seemingly would be a really smart way to go. The Vikings' corners are are playing really badly for the most part. Uh Patrick Peterson is fine, but he's not four-time All-Pro Patrick Peterson right now. Um, no. And every other corner on their roster has played really poorly to this point. Um, now, part of that is, you know, due to the fact that they've played the uh, they played the Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals, which to this point, three weeks into the season, are two of the most prolific offenses in the league right now, which is undoubtedly going to impact how the Vikings look. So maybe they're in a position where they can bounce back and play better. But if you're just looking at matchups, the <coughs> their three linebackers are pretty decent. Defensive line, when they can play the guys they want, are pretty good. And they have such, uh, a pair of good safeties in Xavier uh, <coughs> Woods and then uh, Harrison Smith, 
who's obviously a very, very good player. But more spread out they get, the more corners they have to play. I think the Browns have a significant advantage. And and given the way the line is playing, hopefully they'll bounce back and play better. But that may be also more beneficial to them. And you know, I and this is where you know, and there's a lot of LSU flavor here. Certainly, Patrick Peterson, uh, Odell uh, Jarvis not going to be a part of this one, as everybody knows. Uh, Justin Jefferson on that side. So you definitely got to think, you know, the there's going to be, you know, certainly some chirping um, when Patrick Peterson and Odell Beckham Jr. find each other on the field on Sunday. And if you're the Browns, let these two chirp away. Let it become something where, you know, it becomes a thing where it's between the two of them. Hopefully there's going to have to be some safety help and simplify it. Um, You know, and I was talking uh, with Luke Braun. Uh, Luke Braun uh, does Locked On Vikings uh, for the Locked On Network. And he talks a lot about that they have had issues defending the boot. And the problem is, you know, they just basically are letting the quarterback go and not pressuring him enough, making for easy, A, easy throws, or B, easy runs. Granted, Baker, you know, not the same type of runner of a Russell Wilson, certainly not of a Kyler Murray. Um, But he was looking for, you know, maybe a little bit more containment on the boots, which makes me go back to that old Freddie Kitchens play. And I know the Browns did it a little bit, you know, last year, where they kind of run that underneath shovel on the back end of the boot just to basically compensate, you know, just in case, you know, the, the, the rusher is going to come and try to make Baker get rid of the ball as quickly as possible. For me, it might be something to look for, you know, that little counter back in underneath, knowing the pass rush, you know, might try to slow down Baker, as we've seen quite often now, that, you know, rolling to the left a lot with conviction and a lot, a lot of easy throws coming off of it. Well, I think it behooves the Browns to get the ball out of its hands quickly. Um, certainly they can – Tried to take some deep shots. I think they're always going to look to do that. But um, it, it just seems like a week where, you know, between Jedrick Wills and what his status is and uh, just this the, is going to be way- an issue up until maybe a bye week or something, or they can find a patsy and maybe just say, look, we're going to sit you this week because we're confident enough that we can get it done without you. Well, the question is, is there going to be a point where Chris Hubbard is healthy? Like, is he close to a hundred percent? And then it becomes a smarter play to just put him in. Um, he's practicing this week. I, I don't pretend that he would be at that point this week, but is there going to come a week where that's going to make the most sense? I don't know. But for the moment, it certainly does see, in this matchup. Anyway, certainly seems like the Browns would be better off getting the ball out of Baker Mayfield's hands quickly uh, quicker passes, get the ball to your athletes in space, uh, screens, those type of things, and allow them to make plays. And it's just, you know, being smart, being diligent in what you're doing, you know, with your quarterback. And, you know, and always the key is obviously to get the ball out of Baker hands, Baker Mayfield's hands as quickly as possible. But look, for this Browns offense, you know, I mean, it's it, nothing's changed. It's, you know, basically mix it up, keep everyone involved. Keeps the defense on their toes. The running game eventually, you know, exposes people, tires out people, you know, makes people tap out, <laughs> which we've certainly seen. And, you know, that'll be the thing. And the question is going to be, you know, exactly how many points it's going to take for the Browns to pull this one off. And obviously we're going to get to that here. As we flip it up, go to the defensive side of the ball. You're locked on Browns. Pre-game show, Pete Smith, Sports Illustrated, along for the ride. Hey, Browns fans, this is Jeff Lloyd with an incredible app 
for everyone who buys gas that they need to know about get upside my listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up just download the free get upside app at the app store or google play right now use promo code touchdown and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up that's up to 50 cents cash back don't pay full price of the pump anymore get cash back using get upside just download the app for free and use the promo code touchdown to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to three hundred dollars a month in cash back and there is no catch the cash back gets applied right to your account you can cash out at any time to your bank account paypal or an e-gift card for amazon and other brands Again, just download the free GetUpside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Again, that is promo code TOUCHDOWN. The defensive side of the ball. And this is kind of going to be where maybe, you know, and look, this is, you know, Stefanski, Zimmer taken out of it. Uh, The Browns obviously want to carry over the effort from last week, the performance last week against the Chicago Bears. Um, but it's a whole different ballgame here. Kirk Cousins has you know, been in this league for a long time. Kirk Cousins and this Minnesota Vikings offense has watched the tape this week. Kirk Cousins, to his credit this year, has played very well. And most importantly, um, because he certainly does not have the athleticism of a Justin Fields or a Tyrod Taylor or uh, Patrick Mahomes, quarterbacks the Browns have seen to this point. But he's been intelligent and smart, Pete to get the ball out of, hand, out of his hands as quickly as possible. And, yes, the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, have solid wide receivers, solid solid tight ends. Houston Texans, not so much. Um, the Bears, certainly not the group that the Vikings are going to run out Sunday in Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Well, K.J. Osborne's not playing bad either. So they have three receivers that are pretty decent. Yes. Their tight end is not bad. It's not Irv Smith. Uh, who's who's out? Uh, I think for the season, that's you know they, they they have decent number of players that can make plays. Uh, Tyler Conklin, in, baby. Uh, yeah, Tyler Conklin. He's okay. Um, he can catch the ball better than he can block. But yeah, I mean Adam Thielen and 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 Justin Jefferson set the tone for this. Justin Jefferson's just really really good at football. Uh, He's just a, a different thing. Player. He was a college. He, I still remember he was a college slot. He went to the combine, tore it up and said, you know, that's where I played. It's not necessarily who I am. Yeah. I mean, he's 200 pounds at six one. He's, he's just a thick yoked up dude with speed. He's a tough defense uh, player to defend. And yes, um, there's no question that Kirk Cousins is going to get the ball out of his hands quickly. You know, if Dalvin cook is available, that adds a new dynamic the weakness of the uh, Minnesota Vikings offense is their line. Um, Brian O'Neill is very good. My old friend, Oli Udo, is the second best player on that line because, of course, he is. And then Garrett Bradbury to the left tackle is a giant question mark. And, it, you know, Rashad Hill has played like crap to this point, but he may not be in there. They may be going with uh, – they may be uh, – he may be out due to injury and they may be – Forced to play Christian Derrissaw, who's their first round pick, who's been dealing with a number of surgeries. Yeah, good luck, kid. Good yeah, luck, so your first NFL Welcome game. To the NFL. Here's Miles Garrett, and yeah, he's got I mean, groin injury, groin issues. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 tough. You know the Vikings are very athletic up front, but they don't 
play necessarily. Like Ezra Cleveland, who's a guy that was, uh, you know, uh, on the Browns radar, is okay at left guard. He should probably be their left tackle, but whatever. Uh, Garrett Bradbury is really athletic. He is not playing. Yeah, he's a guy I thought was going to be great coming in. Not played that well to this point. So, you know, this comes down to if the Browns can cover long enough and force Kirk Cousins to hold on the ball, then they're going to kill him. Vikings just don't contain that well. If the Kirk Cousins is able to operate on time and in rhythm, then the Browns are going to be in a tough spot because he has players that can get the ball uh, and make plays with them. So, you know, as much as this is about Miles Garrett picking up a rookie and the, the, you know, potentially Malik McDowell crushing their, their, their center, it's really about can Denzel Ward slow down Justin Jefferson? Can, if it's Greedy Williams against Adam Thielen, you know, can he slow him down enough? Can, can, you know, can uh, Troy Hill cover KJ Osborne long enough to at least force Kirk Cousins to to hesitate? Kirk Cousins is not making like otherworldly throws. He's just super efficient at what is available to him, and he's playing at a really high level right now. Uh, they have not played a great defense to this point. The Seattle Seahawks, Arizona Cardinals, and Cincinnati Bengals are not world beaters on defense by any stretch. The Browns were at least offered boast easily the most talent. Now they're still sort of developing. Can they carry over what they did last week and play well this week? You know, that's the big challenge, but I think as much as it's going to be, well, the defensive line should eat these guys up and hopefully that will translate into, you know, uh, stopping Dalvin cook in the running game is can they, can this group cover long enough? Can they deal with all the weapons? The Vikings have long enough to force Kirk cousins to, hold the ball long enough to get hits. And if they do, then they can probably force uh, turnovers. Kirk Cousins is not a quarterback who works well under pressure, particularly if it's a game that happens to be on primetime. Unfortunately, this one is not. Um, and if they can do that, <laughs> well, you know what? then Pete, they may Pete, for- Pete, They're going to be in that dome. It's a little bit dark in there. Maybe we'll get the, the conception that it's a primetime game. But go ahead. Kirk Cousins is, is fantastic when no one's watching. Just awesome. And then it's primetime, and you know <laughs> – Game's on the line, and he's going to throw that just devastating, heartbreaking uh, turnover one way or the other. So that's that's sort of the, the the issue for the Browns. Can they can they contain their weapons long enough? You know, they have the talent to do it. Um, Dalvin Cook out of the as a receiver is a huge threat. So you know that's going to be the challenge for this, and and maybe this game is a little bit of a high scoring affair for both teams. Potentially, we'll see. Um, the Vikings. Are, are have some major holes on their defense to pick on the Browns have to sort of carry over what they've done really well. Again, they have the talent to do it. They just haven't done it against the team with this much talent uh, across from them in terms of their skill positions. Um, keeping the eyes on the defense, Pete, um, for me, I think two players kind of stand out here. Um, John Johnson, the third, and look, it's understanding, you know, transition, new defense, this, that, and the other thing, finding, trying to find your mark here. And Greedy Williams and, you know, Greedy and Justin Jefferson, maybe there's a matchup or two. Obviously, those two guys know each other really, really well. But I got to think on the defensive side of the ball, and, you know, we'll see how Sione Takitaki plays into this this week. You know, it uh, looks like, you know, for all intents and purposes, he'll be back. Um, and I'm not really sure, you know, maybe, you know, he'll be, you know, 
probably integral early in the first and 10 runs with Dalvin Cook. But, you know, Greedy Williams, John Johnson the third, those are, for me are probably where the eyes are going to be this week. You want to see where John Johnson the third, look, we know who he is. We know what he was, you know, with the Rams. We really haven't seen that yet. And Greedy Williams, I mean, this is the first time playing, you know, real, legitimate, sustainable, a full game of football. And, you know, it's got to be, you know, damn near close to 20, 21 months. Yeah, look, I my guess is that Sione Taki Taki will largely only play special teams this week. Um, could the Browns decide that they really want to hammer the running game and force the Vikings into passing? I guess so. But I But my guess is that we're going to see more lineups like we saw against the Bears. It just behooves them to have more of their speed on the field and coverage because that's where the Vikings are at their Put best. Put your best players on the field. If you lose with your best players, there's nothing to complain about later. Well, the other benefit is is because the Browns do have a physical advantage up front that if they continue to do their job with that defensive line that's just hulking strong and long, they can allow the JOKs and Grant Delpits and, and those guys to, to fly around and make tackles and run defense. Like you don't have to have you know, you don't have to have a massive guy if they're un, you know, if they're unblocked to can fly to Dalvin cook or potentially knock him in the backfield. I mean, that's a huge part of what the Browns are trying to do. They want, they have, depending on where you look 20 or 21 tackles for loss this season. I know so much is focused on this, on the 12 sacks because they had nine this past week, but they get tackles for loss every week. That's a big part of what they want to do. They want to sort of try to get some kind of negative play and force them into an obvious passing situation so they can do what they are at least designed to do best. So you know, could we see some more linebackers in this game? Potentially, sure. Uh, but I, I tend to think, you know, a lot may depend on how the Browns do offensively. But the the, the yep. best play for them may just be to play a dime and live with it and continue to grow in this and sort of – part of this, I think, is you almost have to sort of let them figure this thing out as much as, as you can. I mean, it, is your future with – Mac Wilson and Elijah Leak, who I really like, and Sione Taki Taki, or is it more along the lines of, you know, JOK, Grant Delpit, Troy Hill, you know, those type of guys? Ronnie so Harrison. We'll see. Ronnie Harrison, who's, uh, who's fantastic last week. Like, these are guys that can – they're not small. Like, they're, you know, they're 210, 215 pounds between him and Grant Delpit. Like – they are not little compared to Dalvin Cook. So as long as they're they're not getting, you know, taking on guards, then they may be more than equipped to sort of a, attack a guy like Dalvin Cook, who's obviously very, very fast. Uh, and Dalvin Cook, I mean, you know, it's it's I huge fan. And, you know, this is one, certainly it scares me. And for the Browns, this is the best running back they have seen to this point this season. So, um, and we don't really have a true read on, you know, where the Browns defense truly is against a good running back. So they're going to get a solid test here, of course, from Dalvin cook. So we've broken down the offense. We've broken down the defense. We get some final thoughts here, predictions, as we start to put a wrap on your lockdown Browns pregame show week four headed to Minnesota. Save time and money. And when you use rockauto.com. 
Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, or even 100% more for the same auto parts from a chain store or car dealership? Example, Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. Rock Auto, you can pick it up for $216. Rock Auto is a family-owned business, serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Um, when you have to do something as simple as replace a taillight, things of this nature, or even in water pumps, things of this nature, when you use YouTube tutorials, it'll just make it easier. You're going to save yourself a lot of money. Go explore their easy-to-use website today and find the solution to all your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. We are back in better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on it for another season, another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot to play all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Do not forget to use the promo code LOCKDOWN to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Mr. Smith, we've kind of covered the offense. We've covered the defense here. Browns going into a dome, and it's been a while. Browns have not faced the Minnesota Vikings, Pete, since 2017. In Europe, Jarek McKinnon was a star that day. Miles Garrett had a concussion, never even made it to the trip to Europe. Things have changed drastically since those days. Minnesota was a very, very good team. Then the Browns, obviously, folks, were not. Uh, so drastic changes. A um, couple of thoughts here, Pete. You know, Is it Baker Mayfield? Is it the running game? Is it the pass rush? Is it the secondary? What are going to be some keys here for the Browns to be able to pull this one out, you know, Sunday in Minnesota in what is going to be a loud environment? Not that the Browns are uncomfortable. They just played in a loud environment two weeks in a row, but it's a little bit different when you're on the other end of it. Well, here's the thing. The Browns defense is designed specifically to kill teams that want to reach them, and that's what the Minnesota Vikings are. They are a team that wants to win with zone blocking. They have a bunch of – Athletic guys who can get outside, except the problem is they're dealing with Miles Garrett on one side and uh, Jadevian Clowney on the other. So if they cannot reach the Browns, are they basically stopped from being able to run outside zone plays or potentially some of their inside zone stuff? If that happens, can the Browns essentially just collapse uh, the run onto itself and force them into an exclusively pass-oriented offense? Potentially. That, But, again, that is ex- specifically the way this d- defense was designed. Take away those tackles, being able to get outside and reach them, force them to go inside and go to all your help where you, all your guys are going to be. And I think that's why I ultimately think the Browns are going to win this because I don't think the Vikings can do that. You know, if, if all else fails and, and they can run one side and they can't run the other, they're just going to play their uh, defensive end 
wider outside on the left on the on the defense's left offense's right to make sure that doesn't happen so that's ultimately where i think the browns can make this the the vikings into a one uh dimensional team and then beat that whereas the browns i think have a a much easier path to be uh a dual threat offense both run and pass i think the browns are going to be able to you know control a lot of clock on offense um with the versatility you know, which may keep Kirk Cousins kind of out of his rhythm. Um, look, you know, they should be able to do this, um, play crisp, play turnover free. Um, they haven't really been able to do that to this point. And, you know, now maybe is a better time than ever. Um, and certainly, you know, you're not going to get away with mistakes on the road like you can get away with, you know, mistakes at home. Um, and I just continue to this thought of, you know, I, I think Odell is going to be a little bit more pumped up here this week. And the more Odell gets pumped up and more confident, the more it just, you know, strengthens and your favorite word behooves the Browns, you know, the more Odell can become and get back to being Odell. It just aids to Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, obviously your tight ends, uh, the rest of the wide receiver room. Uh, I'm not going to be surprised if there's a, you know, a big play for a Donovan Peoples Jones or an Anthony Schwartz, uh, this week, you know, similar for, you know, Donovan Peoples-Jones last week. Um, maybe now Minnesota is going to have to play him a little bit more seriously. You know the threat Odell has, the tight ends, and it makes you really wonder if somebody now, you know, after two weeks of not doing much, somebody might be sleeping on Anthony Schwartz and his sub 4-3 speed, which probably going to even be faster on an indoor, you know, field. Um, so you know, that's something to watch out for that I think possibly could be something Anthony Schwartz, you know, I, you know a deep – Gadget, whatever you want to call it, end around, whatever. I think there's going to be an opportunity for Anthony Schwartz, you know, to make an impact, not a big impact, but maybe one player or two that, you know, could be something that changes, you know, the outcome of this game. Million storylines here, obviously, you know, players, you know, that know each other, systems that know each other, you know, Stefanski going back to Minnesota, uh, going back, you know, to, uh, you know, face coach Zimmer, you know, where he was his former offense coordinator. But the bottom line is Pete here as the final gun sounds Sunday from Minnesota. Browns are walking off with a W or coming up a little bit short. No, I think they'll win. I think that the reason I laid out mm-hmm. is I think the Browns can make the Vikings one dimensional. I think they can put the game entirely in Kirk Cousins hands and I don't trust Kirk Cousins. So as, as good as he has been, I think ultimately they're going to fall short. I think the Browns have more options at their disposal. I think they have more talent overall and I think they have a better coach. I think Kevin Stefanski is simply a better coach than Mike Zimmer. I think if the Vikings had their druthers and could redo it, they would have hired Kevin Stefanski and moved on from Mike Zimmer, which is ultimately where they're going to end up anyway, replacing Mike Zimmer after this year. Pete is dropping bombs. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I'm not I'm not calling for a blowout here by any means, but if you can get to the point where you are eliminating the threat of Dalvin Cook as a runner, and now you're just basically, you know, playing pass coverage. And this is where this Browns pass rush. And look, whether it's Hill, whether it's Christian Darasaw, I, I I don't feel confident <laughs> if I'm Kirk Cousins. Either way, this is kind of like, uh, you know, well, what's the lesser two evils? I don't know. It really is the thing. Like, I mean, if you were unsure of who your left tackle is going to be, and as we all know, we saw last week when we're talking about Miles Garrett, and maybe more where, hey, maybe you're going to put Jadavian Clowney over that left guard right next to Miles Garrett. 
maybe that means you're kicking out of Malik Jackson or, you know, you're going to have Tack McKinley, you know, move around a little bit, go off the right tackle, which we saw him do effectively last week. Um, and you can just absolutely destroy that side of the line. And Kirk Cousins, not mostly, not, you know, certainly not the most fleet of foot, um, you know, not a big tall guy where he's going to be able to see everything that's going on. And, you know, certainly has a tendency to, you know, throw a questionable ball here or there. Um, so it should be a fun one. And most importantly, uh, you know, Browns need to get that you know, road swagger going. Um, there's going to be a lot of big road tilts this year for them. Um, so getting a little bit more confidence on the road, you know, getting that routine down as far as, you know, getting into the city, you know, getting that walkthrough in, getting confident that, you know, you're there and you know you're going to be able to take care of business, something that needs to be done. Um, to reach the aspirations that this franchise thinks they can pull off this year. And hopefully it starts this week, Sunday, in Minnesota. Uh, we got one more show coming for you this week. Uh, we've done the post game. We have done the, um, you know, on second watch with Stephen Thomas. We did the under the lens with John Costco. We gave you crossover Thursday. Uh, we've got our pregame in a little early. We flipped them up this week. Uh, we'll have another one out later on Friday. I'm really excited about this one. First time guest. Uh, so we're going to get into that. Um, just continue, you guys, uh, to crush it here. Put out the best daily content we can. And again, we appreciate you guys for making Lockdown Browns your first listen day in, day out. He is Pete Smith of Browns Digest through SportsIllustrated.com. Pete and the team have just, again, just been absolutely killing it. You know, thus far, fantastic amount of you know written content, you know, podcasts, and of course, you know, uh, for Pete's sake, you know, Pete and Nicole do a fantastic job over there. Um, certainly, you know, the, uh, back and forth, it's fantastic. Um, if it's not part of your rotation, um, it certainly should be. So make sure you guys are getting on that as well. Um, and again, make sure you're following at Pete Smith underscore the show itself at lockdown Browns. As everybody knows, follow back account DMs are open. Me personally at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, uh, you know, throw a follow over there. DMs are open questions, ideas, thoughts, whatever guys I try to make myself available for all of you, as much as, you know, you guys make yourself available for me day in, day out. And again, couldn't be more appreciated for that. Whatever podcast platform uh, you listen to Locked on Browns, make sure you're subscribed, make sure you're following, uh, leaving those five-star ratings and written reviews. And again, as always, we will always be free on whatever podcast platform you choose to listen to Locked on Browns. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.